0: Hi, I'm Tammy Bragg, and thank you for joining us on the Profitable Passions Podcast. You'll hear real stories from real women exploring their passions and turning them into profits. They'll share how they got started, what they do, how they do it, and who they work with. And they'll share some great insights that you can use to get started in your own business that you'll love. I know it's hard to figure out what you wanna do and who you wanna serve. And as women, it's hard to look at ourselves and say, we're good at this, or that and we totally undervalue our worth our skills and our talents and a lot of times we're just afraid to get started but we're our own worst enemies it's time to break those chains and get out there and just do it and if you need a boost of confidence a quick tip or amazing advice you've come to the right place now let's find out how we can help you create your profitable passions business Hi, guys. We're here today with Alicia Galati, and she is a full-service podcast manager, meaning you record and she does the rest. She helps business owners and thought leaders launch and maintain lead-generating podcasts. She serves the world by helping podcasters who love the idea of podcasting but don't know exactly what goes into it and don't have the time to figure it out. She also works with those who have an established audience and looking to connect with this audience in a new way. They don't always know where to start when launching a podcast, and that's where she comes in. Also, she's been listening to podcasts since 2015 and knows what goes into creating a good podcast that catches your audience attention the right way. With multiple launches under her belt, plus a personal podcast with raving fans of her own, she's created systems around podcast launches and management so you don't have to stress about anything falling through the cracks. Alicia has a Facebook group called The Podcaster Society, and she lives in sunny North Carolina with her husband, two boys, and a rescue pup. When she's not working, you'll find her hiking, chasing her kids around, or watching the
1: latest Star Wars movie with her husband. Hi, Alicia. How are you? I'm doing well. Yes, it's very meta. You know, we're (laughs) on a podcast talking about podcasts. Isn't it? (laughs) And I'm just
0: about to launch, and you help with launches, so there's even more. (laughs) Yep, right. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me a little bit about how you got into this podcasting world and helping um, podcasters launch their podcast.
1: (laughs) Yes, so it's been quite a journey of uh, several iterations of my business and trying to just figure out exactly what it was that I wanted to do and how I wanted to serve people best. And, you know, anything from creating jewelry to writing blog posts to strategy to a year and a half ago, I launched a podcast that was specifically for e-commerce businesses. And my background is in manufacturing and supply chain and like boots to the ground, inventory kind of stuff. And so I wanted to be able to really bring that to my audience and to small product businesses who I saw a need as being underserved in the industry, which one of my clients now, she is a, uh, she creates Shopify websites and her mm-hmm. podcast is specifically toward product businesses. So it's like, I'm so happy to be able to support her in like a really yeah. strategic way. Um, and kind of bring that full circle now that I don't podcast about that anymore. Mm-hmm. But really looking into that, I was like doing some strategy. I was helping people launch their Amazon websites. And I was just like, man, I really don't like doing this. (laughs) And I thought, I need to figure out something else to do. But I realized I loved podcasting. And when I, it was about February of this year, 2020, where I said, okay, I want to shift and I want to do this right. And so I started being super strategic about what do I need in place? What kind of systems do I need in place? Because I'm very operational mindset and like operations and get everything together. Um, And so really getting that strategically in place to be able to serve my clients in a way that is beneficial toward my very multi-passionate self, uh, but also can deliver on what I'm saying that I can deliver on. And so then a few months, you know, fast forward a few months later, it was a very slow going because I was working a day job at the time and COVID-19 happened and I got laid off from my corporate job for the first time in my life and I was devastated, obviously, you know, who wouldn't be? And I was devastated, I took a night to get drunk and mope about it. And the next day I said, that is it, I am launching my podcast business. I am going to do this and I have not looked back. (laughs) Yeah, That's great. And it seems like it's working out pretty well. Oh, yes. No, it's, and it's so fantastic because my company and what is set to be an agency will like is a one-stop shop for podcasters. My clients literally record, drop it in a Google drive and I handle the rest and eventually my team will handle the rest. Everything from the editing, the SEO strategy side of naming the episode and making sure that the uh, description is SEO heavy, especially now with Google indexing podcasts, and then the graphics and the social media and the marketing and really being super strategic, but then also taking it a step further that on our monthly client calls, I go over strategy. Okay, what are we doing to bring those leads in? What are we doing? What kind of content are we creating? Do we have our content planned out? Is it going to work for your business? Let's talk through this. So really just being able to be that one-stop shop for the clients, it's been so fulfilling and I absolutely love what I do, which is fantastic.
0: Oh, good. I love it. I'm, I'm so glad that, that you're finding something that you can be passionate about, and I can see the view, or the listeners can't see the view of you smiling, but you're just, I mean, you're beaming about it, and that's great. <laughs> so tell me, um, like who, you know, if you help a podcaster, who, who do you usually help, and, and
1: who do you usually work with? Yeah. So I usually work with consultants who are Mm -hmm. looking to really be super strategic with their podcasts and have those leads and create a lead generating podcast, but also want to launch. And I call this my launch with raving fans. Like Mm -hmm. they don't want to launch to crickets because Mm -hmm. nobody wants to launch to crickets. It is Mm -hmm. literally the worst feeling in the world. And if you've ever launched to Crickets, which I have before, it just, it's so, I want to say demoralizing, <laughs> but it's just like, uh yeah. yeah. Nobody likes it. <laughs> and so, really being super strategic about the marketing up front mm-hmm. um, in the launch plan and making sure that that side is really taken care of. So, if they want to launch with Raving Fans and have a lead generating podcast, those are my people you know, you
0: also, you said before that you've had a podcast, but you have another podcast. Do you
1: want to talk about that? Yes. So this year, um, I wanted to, because I love podcasting just so much. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) let's add more to my play. And my husband, of course, is like, you need to chill out. (laughs) Um, And so I have a podcast with my sister. It's called Two Sisters and a Cult. And it is sister cult survivors talking about cults. Uh, and this has, it's been, it was set to be something very therapeutic for us since we did grow up in a cult and we just wanted to really now as adults address <laughs> what happened and address those issues and maybe dive a little deeper onto into why our mom was in a cult and why uh, people joined cults and things like that. So really from that perspective, a lot of the podcasts out there about cults right now are either comedians or they are religious organizations telling you how not to get into cults, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> so is very niche and very focused from the perspective of cult survivors. And that has created such a community around us, which I am like, mind blown by the community that we have grown even before we launched, we had cult survivors reaching out every single week, and we still get messages every single week. I grew up in a cult, too, or I was in a cult, or I just got out of a cult. Hey, can I hop on the phone with you? Like, I really should just get a, th- like, a license to be a therapist. Because- <laughs> <laughs> I have hopped on the phone with so many people who just wanted to like talk about their experience and with someone who understood Mm -hmm. and was able to say, yes, me too. And so that, oh man, it's just been absolutely incredible and such a rewarding, but also therapeutic Mm -hmm. experience for us. Wow. That's wonderful. That's, that's the thing about podcasts. Like if
0: you're thinking about starting one, start one, because there is, there's just a bunch of people out here that want to hear someone talking, you know, about all kinds of different things. And it offers you this experience of a community and networking with, you know, like-minded people or people that's had the same experiences. And it's just, it's, you know, doing this has been really inspirational for me because I would have never met um, these wonderful ladies like yourself out here if I wouldn't have started this. And it's just, and it's, you know, it takes away a little bit of the fears. We were talking about that before we started recording. Being on a podcast takes away a little bit of that stage fright, anxiety, because you don't have to put your, your face out there all the time. You can put your voice and sometimes just being able to speak is therapeutic or it offers you value and, some, and it really does help with the stage fright. So you just just being able to just to talk.
1: And do you find that as well when, when you're doing this? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and I think it it's so helpful, especially when you have interviewers or interviewees or a co-host or someone you can kind of bounce off of. I find that a lot of people when they do the majority of their episodes are solo episodes, which I always recommend like every four have a solo episode. That way your audience can, especially if you want a lead generating podcast, that way your audience can hear from you and can like get to learn from you instead of learning from everyone else but Mm -hmm. really just like having someone to bounce ideas off of and and thoughts and conversational it makes it so much easier but what I've also found is like when you do solo episodes because a lot of people are like well and I don't know what to say because I feel like I'm just rambling one, you don't have to script it out if you don't want to. If that feels overwhelming and you're just, like, sitting in front of the computer banging your head on it to make some, you know, letters appear on the Google Doc, don't do that. Yeah. Just write out a quick outline of what you want to talk about. And that way, if you do get distracted, just say, well, you and this is something I used to say on my podcast all the time, well, you guys are along for the ride, back <laughs> to the topic. You know, like, because they <laughs> want to get to know you. They want to get to, like... I've had people say, I love your podcast because it's so conversational and it sounds like I'm sitting in the car with a friend having a conversation. So like mm-hmm. really just act like you're talking to your best friend and telling them about the thing or your client avatar or whoever it is, really just being able to say, I'm talking to one person and that is going to help, especially with like trying to figure out what in the world are you going to say? <laughs>
0: Oh, that's really good advice. I'm definitely going to use some of that. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Well, actually, all of that. That's wonderful. Um, Yeah, when you start podcasting, there's so few people out here that have either done it or teach it that it's really hard to know what to do. And I really appreciate that you're working with podcasters out there. It sounds like you have a lot of different services that can help a new podcaster. Do you want to talk about that a little bit?
1: Yeah, so I always recommend uh, if you're ready to roll, then let me know and we will just hop right in. But what I usually like to tell people is if you're not sure, but you'd like to have someone like me in your back pocket for an hour and, you know, a few of the weeks leading up to your launch, I offer one hour strategy sessions where we will go over exactly what you need to launch a podcast, really get super strategic about that aspect of it, but also help you with what I like to call your content buckets. A lot of people are just like, I'm going to talk about this broad thing. But when you have those, what I call content buckets. It gets you very strategically. Like, if I am a email marketer, right? Then I would be talking about business, like general business stuff. Email marketing, maybe another thing that ties to email marketing. I'm not an email marketer, so I can't think of anything. But you know, maybe the different systems that you might use. Then all your content filters through those, and you've got these main buckets. So if you want to start talking about uh, mindset. That could maybe go in the business bucket, you know, so like really being strategic about what kind of content you're creating and that kind of thing. So I go through all of that um, on those launch strategy sessions, but then I also offer like done for you where you record and I take over everything the launch, the uploading, the all the things, uh, mm-hmm. but also done with you. So that's obviously a lower price point, but where we have weekly meetings, make sure you're meeting those deadlines and that way you can launch with someone helping you along the way. So really just being able to offer all of that uh, has been super helpful because I realized, you know, when I started, I was like full service or nothing else, right? Mm -hmm. Then I realized like there are people who need my help, my editing skills or my blog post writing or my marketing, but maybe aren't ready or have someone else on their team already handling a lot of the other stuff. So how can I serve them, offer great value, offer great service to them and get referrals, you know, and like have more people come to me. So that's where like really just being able to go with the ebbs and the flows of business, you know, Um, and like what exactly do people need and want in the time? So Mm -hmm. yeah, those are the main ways that I help people who want to launch. Those are the three top ways.
0: Oh great! Yeah, I'm probably gonna talk to you a little bit about my marketing as well, probably after (laughs) this. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So tell me, like, you know, if the listeners want to work with you, how can they? How can they find you and find your services?
1: Yes. So my favorite social media place to hang out is Instagram. Mm -hmm. I am currently really digging the Instagram Reels. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I could not get with TikTok at all. It felt way too young for me. And I'm I'm in my late 20s. So it's not like I'm, you know, like, I could have done it if I wanted to. I just felt like, meh. (laughs) Um, Yeah. (laughs) But I tried with Instagram Reels and I really like it. I like the ease of it. Mm -hmm. And so I've been digging that lately. Um, But also on my website, aliciagulati.com, I have all of my services as well as prices because... One, I like to set expectations up front and make sure people are clear on what they're getting into, if they're interested in working with me, but also like, these are the things that we offer and these are the things that you can get. And, you know, just being able to offer that on, on a very clear way, that's very important to me. So yeah, those are the two places that I usually hang out. And then my there's one other place, (laughs) my Facebook group (laughs) is, I do weekly trainings in there. I actually just got off one before this, where we were talking Mm -hmm. about the SEO basics of podcasting. Mm -hmm. It's free and those trainings, people vote on what they want to learn about. So it's been super helpful. And, you know, for those people who maybe can't afford me right now, but would like to have, you know, that help along the way. So being able to offer that, I really like doing that. And what's the name of that group? Yeah, so it's called the Podcasters Society.
0: Podcasters Society. And one last question I'd like to ask you. Um, You had kind of mentioned it um, already, but just wanted to kind of circle back. Podcasting doesn't always have to be about business, it can be about personal situations. But if you wanted to start a podcast to help promote your business and your services, it seems to be a really good way to get out there and to talk to people. Do you want to talk about that before you go? Yeah.
1: So there's like a lot of people who are like, when you podcast, it has to be about what your business is about. And that's, that's not always true. Like in my instance, I don't have a podcast about my business at all. And what I podcast about is simply for my own edification. It is for myself. And I am perfectly okay with that. Yes, I do have plans to launch a podcast next year. But I know that with a launch plan, I need to make sure that I'm being strategic with that. Mm -hmm. So yes, you should launch, but don't just launch because you're like, everybody else is doing it, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, But if you want to launch a podcast for your business, I think it is one of the easiest ways to grow your audience, grow your business, and be able to connect with like-minded people like we were talking about before we hit record. You can connect with people who you never would have One, had the guts to ask or to talk to. I remember when I launched my e-commerce podcast, I reached out to Emily Thompson, who is half and now all of Being Boss, and like, OG podcasters, right? And I was like, there is no way that she is going to say yes to me, but I'm going to ask and we shall see. And she said, yes. And I was like, mm. what? Are you yeah. kidding me? Like, and of course I fangirled like crazy. <laughs> it was so, it was embarrassing the amount of fangirling I did. But as a new podcaster, like people are more likely to hop on with you yeah. or do something with you, collaborate with you and share their audience with you if you have a podcast. So it is one of the easiest and best ways to really connect with your audience, borrow other people's audience and grow your business. Oh, I definitely, I'm definitely in agreement there because
0: um, all of the big names out there, they're starting to get into the podcast world and to kind of break into it, they are getting on the smaller podcasts. And it's really interesting when you do have a podcast, you can actually, like you're saying, pitch it to them. Hey, can you come on? They you're going to get a lot of notes, but you're going to get yeses too. And those are yeses that if you would just send them an email or just send them a direct message, they probably wouldn't have the time of day for you. But because you're going into a median that they haven't, like, completely broke into yet and they're trying to learn it and you're already you've learned it and you're talking to them they feel like you're kind of like this little expert that can help them and it's it's just a neat experience to to find that out and to feel like oh I am somebody to them
1: (laughs) absolutely (laughs) but not even to your guests like to your audience too Mm -hmm. because like I said, I fangirled like crazy over Emily because I'd been listening to her podcast for years. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like I knew her, even though I knew she didn't know who I was, (laughs) (laughs) doesn't know me, but I felt like I knew her. And that's the wonderful thing about podcasting, because you are literally Mm -hmm. in your audience's ears. Mm -hmm. They are getting to know you, they're learning from you, you're teaching them. And it's just this deeper connection than Mm -hmm. if you have a blog post or a social media post. Mm -hmm. The connection is so much deeper when they are, when you are literally in their ear.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, Hopefully, we're getting in a lot of people's ears with this one. Too. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I would love for for you know new podcasters or people that's thinking about getting into podcasting to get a hold of you um, and see about your services and see if that you can help them. I think it's just it's wonderful that you're going into this niche because um, there's a lot of us out here that need that help. <laughs> yes. Yes. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> And even for those who already have a podcast too, I offer podcast audits. So -hmm. that goes over your workflow. Cause like I said, manufacturing background, there's workflows, there's strad, like there's Mm step-by-step process. Um, So really going into those workflows and what you're doing and how, like, are you meeting those weekly things that you need to do in order to grow your podcast? And then uh, what kind of SEO strategy are you implementing or are you? And then, Another thing that I go over in that audit is to make sure that you are, whatever your goals are for your podcast, Mm -hmm. that your actual podcast is meeting those. So a lot of people are like, I want leads from my podcast. And so I'll say, well, do you tell people how to work with you? And they're like, Mm -hmm. no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. to get leads. Like that's (laughs) one of the top mistakes people make. And it's like, that's the kind of things that we go over because I do listen to a few of the episodes and i like, Mm -hmm. okay, what are your goals? Are you actually doing things to meet those goals? And if you're not, then I will lovingly tell you, listen, (laughs) (laughs) fix this, you know? Um, So that's something that I offer to those who are like, I've been podcasting, but I'm not seeing any growth and I need help.
0: Yeah. Well, I definitely see like what you're talking about because, um, you know, I went through like a Podcasting school type thing. But I see, like, when I go listen to them, I, I. I noticed the things that are missing on a lot of podcasts that haven't went through any kind of training, like your, you know, your trailer, your intro, your outro, you know, and, and like launch episodes, all those little things that could help you kind of get the viewership. When you do those outros and you do those intros, you can direct them to your, your webcat or website. You can direct them to, you know, your Facebook page, any of those types of things to kind of get them interacting with you outside of your podcast. And I see a lot of podcasts that or I hear a lot of podcasts that don't have some of those things. Mm. And, you know, it's just, I I could see that. And then another thing is they don't have a complete ideal audience right now. Like, you know, like the ideal customer,
1: the ideal avatar that they're talking
0: to. So if you don't really have that kind of honed in, it's it's harder.
1: Yes, absolutely. I think that it's so important to make sure that you, that's one thing, uh, one of my tips on like how to market your podcast. The first one is know who you're talking to. (laughs) you have to know who you're talking to if you're talking to everyone you're not going to talk to anyone Mm. like it's so it's so and it's it's so cliche but it's so important (laughs) it's so important to make sure that you know exactly who you're talking to what kind of things do they want to hear because a Mm -hmm. lot of times when you think well I'm just going to create a podcast it's not really about what you want to talk about, it's what your audience wants to hear, because if you talk about whatever you want to talk about, that could be anything under the sun. You could be talking about tacos on your email marketing podcast, and that doesn't make any sense, you know yeah, unless that's like part of your brand, then okay, but <laughs> like if you're talking about tacos and it may like relates back, then yeah. sure but. Like you've got to make sure that you are talking about things that your audience actually wants to hear, wants to listen to, is searching for, and Mm -hmm. that's going to help you grow in, in leaps and bounds for sure.
0: Definitely. I mean, it's, if you think about it, I mean, a podcast is a mini business, you know, it's a, it's a, it's part of your business, but it can be its own little miniature business. And so you have to know who you're talking to, you know, what you're actually going to give them and what you're going to get out of it. Because otherwise it becomes this chore after a while that, well, am I going to keep this as a hobby or is this going to be kind of a business type thing? Or is it just for fun? And, you know, then you start slacking off and don't don't continue with it. it. That's why you have to kind of figure out what you're going to do beforehand. I, I can definitely see that, um, working with you would be a, a good practice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> Me or someone like me, I always tell people like, there are more people out there like me for sure mm-hmm. who do full service and are very good at launches. Um, mm-hmm. and if we're not a good fit, then I will just tell people straight up, like I can refer you to other people who are my competitors or my colleagues. You know, mm-hmm. I'm more than happy to do that. But yeah, I think having at least having someone in your corner who is gonna help you mm-hmm. where you don't have to make all those mistakes, you don't have to launch the crickets and you don't have to like try to figure it out yourself. Cause that can be so overwhelming.
0: Oh yeah. Well and I think I've kept you a little bit longer. I just love talking That's about okay. podcasts so much. But I uh I definitely wanna make sure that the the listeners hear uh, how to find you again. So yes.
1: No problem. Instagram (laughs) is my number one hangout place. The Podcasters Society Facebook Mm -hmm. group is where I like to do weekly trainings. Mm -hmm. And then also my website, alishagulati.com. That is going to be the number one place to see how you can work with me, book a call with me, all the things.
0: Wonderful. Well, thank you, Alicia. I've really enjoyed this. And I love talking about podcasts with you. And maybe you can come on again
1: sometime. Yes, I would love that. that. This has been so (laughs) wonderful. Thank you for having me.
0: Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for being on. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you found some great insights in this episode. You'll find our guest information, links, and bio in the show notes. And on our website, ProfitablePassions.com. I'm Tammy Bragg, and I hope you'll listen to future episodes as we have more great stories from incredible women who want to share their journeys with you. So we can attract more awesome guests. We would appreciate it if you subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and tell your friends about it. Thanks again for listening to the Profitable Passions podcast, and we'll see you on the next episode.